Greetings. Welcome to the Talking Reggae Podcast. As always, I am Jay of Street Level Uprising. Haven't done a solo episode here on Talking Reggae in a little while. There have been some things that have happened over the past few months that I wanted to touch on. Unfortunately, we've lost some folks in the reggae community and beyond. Wayne Kramer of MC5, not a reggae artist, but a conscious artist, one of the predecessors of punk, known for outspoken lyrics, known for playing a lengthy protest at the 1968 Democratic National Convention. Lost Wayne Kramer. Uh, We lost Carl Weathers. Uh, Carl Weathers had a big impact on me. Some of my favorite movies, Predator, Happy Gilmore, but mostly Rocky. You know, when I was, I was growing up, so I was, I was born and raised, half raised just outside of Philadelphia. So like all Philadelphians, Rocky is a, a a major, major hero to us, fictional sports character, yet a, Yet a sports hero nonetheless to us, and Carl Weathers, of course, played Apollo Creed, so from an early age, I'm watching Rocky, Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4. Carl Weathers, one of my favorite actors um, my whole life, basically, so just, uh, just tough. You know, it's just, you know, the older I get, the more people we're starting to lose from, from my younger days, you know, see, growing up, uh, admiring people, uh, watching them go as I get a little bit older now, and it's a, it's a tough thing to deal with. Then a really big one for me, a uh, family man, the Whalers' legendary Basie. And, and I, I, was, I was blessed that a, a while back, a long time ago, before, before family man stopped touring with the Whalers, this goes back a while. So Joanna and I had just moved to Lawrence, Kansas, and saw that the Whalers were coming through town. And we went and saw them at the bottleneck, which is, you know, let me use that word legendary again, the legendary bottleneck in Lawrence, Kansas. A lot of bands before they were huge hit the bottleneck in Lawrence, Kansas back in the day. It's, it's one of my favorite places that I've seen shows. It's one of my favorite places that I've played. I've played a bunch of shows there, always loved playing there. So we go to see the Whalers. I say, I want to get there when the doors open because I want to stand. Stage left, right in front of stage left, so I can be in front of Family Man. And I just want to stare at his hands all night as he plays all these tunes that, that helped propel Bob Marley's music to international recognition. I want to see the man himself who wrote all these incredibly melodic bass lines. And on that tour, he was the only one of the original Wailers that was, on, that was there. Over the years, a few of the others had toured, but this time he was the only original whaler there. And I just wanted to stand there and watch him, so I did. Doors opened at 8 o'clock, went right in, right, right to the front of the stage, and I didn't leave it all night. I didn't go get some water. I didn't go to the restroom. I didn't do anything but stand in front of that stage, which would be all right if they went on at 9. There was no opener, it was just them. That would have been fine if I, they went on at 9, but... There was a KU basketball game that night, and they weren't going to start the show until the KU game was over, and it, and it ran late. I don't know if it was overtime or what, but it ran late. Club was getting packed. The Whalers didn't go on until, man, I want to say 11.30. It could have been 11. But I think it was closer to 11.30. So I've been standing there for three, three and a half hours, club getting packed. And here's the thing. This was a February night. 
cold night in Lawrence, Kansas. But inside the club, there were so many bodies, it was incredibly hot in there. Eventually, they propped the front door and the back door open, and we got that nice cooling breeze coming through. It helped a little. Helped a lot, really, but where I was in front of the stage, I wasn't that close to the breeze that was coming in through the doors, right? So, whatever, I dealt with it. They came on and played a whole lot of Bob's hits, and I got to stand there and watch him play the bass line I Shot the Sheriff and so many other bass lines that you know when you hear. When you hear his bass lines, you know it. You know what song it's from. You can isolate those bass tracks, and reggae fans are going to know what songs those are from. He had an incredible ear for melody, for those bass melodies that he could put behind the chords, beneath what Bob was doing, and it always just sounded perfect. Still my favorite bassy after all these years. And then Peter Morgan, this past weekend, Peter Morgan passed away. And that, that's, you know, to me, he, he was so young, you know. And seeing that especially, that's, that's, that's hard to take. Big Morgan Heritage fan. And it's just sad. It's sad to see him go. It's, 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 I mean, it's sad when we lose anyone. I'm, I'm an empathetic person. I don't, like, I don't like to see anyone go. But these are some of the ones recently that have hit me pretty hard. Because I looked up to all these people in one way or another. So I'd like to say rest in peace, rest in power. And we should all do a Carl Weathers Film Festival and go listen to some MC5, some Bob Marley and the Whalers, and some Morgan Heritage. The next thing I wanted to talk about was a Grammys. Usually I do a Grammys preview show and a Grammys wrap-up, and I did none of that <laughs> this time around. I've been, you know, just busy with other things, which I'll get into in a minute. But congratulations to Julian Marley for winning uh, between all the Marleys what is the, the 28th Grammy amongst all the Marleys, which is just unbelievable. Uh, Julian Marley wins for Colors of Royal. He beat out Beanie Man with his album Sima, Buju Banton, Born for Greatness, Burning Spear, the, the great Burning Spear, legend. Uh, these are all legends, Beanie Man, Buju Banton, Burning Spear, Burning Spear with No Destroyer. And Kali Buds, nominated for Cali Roots Rhythm 2023. Huge congrats to all of the nominees and to Julian Marley for winning for Colors of Royal. And man, 28, 28 Grammys between all the Marleys. And there's always some kind of comments, and I've even heard other artists say, oh, he got no chance of winning a Grammy if a, if a Marley had an album come out that year. And I don't know, man, whatever. I... I I don't really want to hear that noise. I don't want to hear, you know, and maybe, and may, maybe, the, you know, we've, we've talked about the Grammys before. A lot of people just think the Grammys are a joke. Like, for one thing, like, how is reggae and dance hall still together under one category? Reggae and dance hall are completely different genres. And I know there's some crossover. I know this, but we all know they should be two separate awards. So I understand there's things people don't like about the Grammys. And maybe it is name recognition. Sometimes. Oh, a Marley? We go, Marley's got to win. I don't know about all that. I don't like that talk because it suggests that Marleys are unworthy of winning. And that's, that's just not true. It's not accurate. And maybe some people say, and you just throw around Nepo Baby. Nepo Baby is ridiculous. Think of, think of how difficult it is. And you could say, well, they, they got their foot in the door. They didn't have to work that hard. Think of how hard you have to work 
to overcome that shadow. This is the biggest shadow there is. To me, there's no bigger international music star in the history of music. That's a big shadow to get out from under. And Julian Marley and the other Marley brothers, they have the talent. So I don't like any of that talk. Colors of Royal is a great album, as are the other. You, you can't go wrong with any of these. That's the thing. The five nominees that end up for best reggae album. Can't go wrong with any of these. Beanie Man, Buju Banton, Burning Spear. Collie Buds. Come on, man. Can't go wrong with any of these. Somebody's got to win. This time it was Julian Marley with Colors of Royal. Congratulations. And yeah, I would like to see separate categories for reggae and dance hall at some point, hopefully next year. Last, I just wanted to share what's been going on with Street Level Uprisings. People hit me up and like, yo, what's up with Street Level? You guys haven't released anything in a while, and that's true. Last thing we released is The Saints of Wrath, which was a single to benefit Ukrainian refugees for a war that is now two years old. Uh, so we're, we're, we'll be soon coming up on two years without a release. And yeah, so what, what's up with you guys? You've been working on an album for years. Yeah, so here's what's up. So we decided that we are going to release a bunch of singles first leading up to an album. So we're going to try to do like one single a month over several months and then put them all in an album as a collection. So that's what's next for us. Soon, within the next couple months, we're going to start dropping singles. And once we start dropping singles, we're not going to stop for a while. Release one at a time all these tunes we've been working on for a while. Finish up each one, one by one. Release them. Maybe even some tunes that aren't even on there. Something new that we haven't been working on. Slip in there. Release a bunch of singles. Street Level Studio is open and operating. I'm, I'm sitting in the middle of it now. I'm, I'm happy to finally be doing that after... Man, after working on this for like a year and a half, man, you know, and last couple of years not been easy dealing with the hurricane, dealing with losing a, a, a very beloved member of the family and many other challenges that we've gone through here. So I'm happy I can finally work in street level studios. A little bit of clutter here. I still have to get rid of a couple of things still need to get hung on walls, but it's operational. So street level uprising can now pick up where we left off, start dropping these singles, and Street Level Productions is in full effect where I can do my podcasts and help produce other artists, collaborate with other artists, so that's really exciting, looking forward to doing that. Uh, I wish there were a lot more than 24 hours in a day, but I'm a workaholic for this stuff, and I will keep working and working to churn out as much music, as much production as I can. The first single that we'll be dropping is called French Fries. And as we get closer to the release, I'll keep you updated. Well, that's all I have for this episode of Talkin' Reggae. Thank you for letting me spend a few minutes getting a few things off my chest out there into the world. I will be back soon with more guest interviews. You know, I love doing that. Got a lot of great guests coming up. I appreciate you being here with me, and we'll talk again soon. One love. The Florida Groves Fest returns to Orlando, Florida, Saturday and Sunday, April 13th and 14th at the Central Florida Fairgrounds. Performances by Michael Fronty and Spearhead, Milky Chance, Tribal Seeds, Atmosphere, Two Feet, Boogie Trio, Manic Focus, and a whole lot more. The tattooing cannabis conventions return, along with skateboarding culture, glass blowing, and the new Shroom Street. For more information and tickets, it's FloridaGroves.com.